Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Oh, marvellous. We do like a little bit of that on a Sunday morning. Uh, they are the bouncing checks, and uh, I'm a little Christmas cracker. Talking of little Christmas crackers, I've got a Christmas cracker on the other end of this phone. Uh, very good morning, and welcome to the director of the Great Christmas Card Heist uh, for Beeston players at Roundhill School. It's Barbara Barton. Good morning, Barbara. How are you doing? Good morning, Kev. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Lovely stuff. Just before we start about that, how's Jeannie? Oh, she's fine, yes. Yeah. She went out last night, so I think she's having a lay-in this morning. <laughs> Marvellous stuff. So, Jeannie, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, is a great jazz singer. Uh, oh, and okay. she, she has been sort of involved in the Nottingham jazz scene uh, for, for absolutely ages and just gets better and better. And funnily enough, before my show, uh, there was a, a, a song, um, Monsieur Dupont, and I know that's one of Jeannie's favourite songs. Um, yes. So, yeah. yes, she's got a YouTube of that if you want to see it any time. <laughs> she has indeed, yes, and I've yeah. watched it many times. I love her, love her voice. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think her husband was on that as well before he died. Oh, bless. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. lovely. So, well, one give, of her favourites. <laughs> give my love to Jeannie when you see her anyway. Yes, so. I will. Thank you. Now then, uh, the great Christmas card heist uh, has been performed Christmas at... Christmas Cracker Heist. Oh, sorry, the Christmas Cracker. You know, I don't know why I put... <laughs> se- well, I don't know why I said Christmas card, because I've written Christmas Cracker down. That's why I played I'm a little Christmas Cracker. Oh, it's me this morning. <laughs> don't worry about it. So, okay. th- it's not a play that I know or have heard of. So, I mean, who's responsible for bringing this to the eyes and the ears of Beeston players? Who discovered well, it? Uh, it's strange, really, because during COVID, we were reading a lot of plays over Zoom. And uh, Gary, our, our chairman, found um, this particular um, script place called Lazy Bee's Scripts. And we read a lot of plays, but we've never actually done them. And this was one of them, which everybody thoroughly enjoyed reading. So we thought, why not do it? And uh, it's turned out to be a real success. It's brought the team together because there's 12 people in it. So it takes up a lot of our membership. I think there's about 25 to 30 members now. So once you take 12 out who are actually on stage, there's not that many people left to do front of house, backstage, etc., etc. So it really is a, a real team effort this time. Wow, and everybody's involved, yes. So what, what's the play all about then? Well, um, it's a little bit topical in a way um, because it's a bit sort of power to the people. <laughs> Uh, It's about a Christmas cracker factory and uh, rather a not very nice boss and uh, the workforce winning over in the end. So it's quite a a happy happy ending and uh, great fun to do, yes. Um, The the boss is uh, a very greedy man, but he gets his just desserts. That's that's what we like to hear. And as you say, very very topical, very political at the moment. So, uh, you know, you can can read into it whichever way you want to. That's Uh, right. Now, does it make it easier or harder for you as a director to direct a play that uh, most people have not heard of? Um, Is it easier to do for you? I can't say it's been really difficult because, uh, purely because of the fact that there's 12 people in it and they are 12 of our more experienced actors. 
so it makes the director's life a little bit easier once everybody knows what they're doing. And as I say, we've read the play before. The only thing I did find a little bit tricky with it was there are no uh, guidelines as to where anybody should be on stage. So it took quite a little while to work out where we wanted everybody to be. And there are a lot of entrances and exits, as you can imagine, with 12 people on board. So that took a bit of working out. But once we got the basics, um, it was fine. And we've had really good fun doing it. With something like that, is it nice to have sort of carte blanche, though, about where people are positioned on the stage? Because if, if you work into to sort of directions uh, from a, a script and, you know, sort of whatever you work from, um, it, it always tells you sort of where they come in, where they go out, where they stand and everything. It, With- yeah, it does on the, in the main uh, producers of uh, scripts. Not all. Uh, I mean, there aren't many... Shakespeare plays, for instance, that tell you exactly which entrance to come on because everybody does them differently, of course. Um, But, uh, yes, the main amateur plays that uh, we get from, say, Samuel French or somewhere like that, generally speaking, they they are very good with uh, directions, yes. And, And it does make life easier, but you can always change them, of course, and that's the director's prerogative. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, you're the boss, so you, you can tell people where where to sit, stand, and do do whatever. So. Absolutely, yes, that's now, the fun of it, really. Yes. You mentioned yes, the cast. Oh, sorry, carry on, Barbara. Oh, it's all right. I was just going to say, um, I'm on the council of uh, NANDA, which is the Nottingham and Notts Drama Association, and we've decided to enter this one in the Player of the Year Festival as well. So we're going to get an adjudicator to come and look at it. So he'll put me right. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Is it? Is it? Is it Martin? Do you know if it's Martin? Oh, do you know? I don't really know who's coming. Oh right. I know Howard Whitehurst. <laughs> Howard Whitehurst has organised it. But I, I really don't know. I don't know the um, adjudicator at all, which is probably a good thing. Oh, actually, pro- probably yeah. So <laughs> I was I was with Howard last night. Um, oh, I was and his lovely wife. We were celebrating hundred yeah. years of the Lace Market yeah. Theatre, uh, and Howard was down there. Um, and, and oh, everyone was down there. So uh, I've yeah. just been eating the bir- the birthday cake this morning for breakfast. Oh, terrible diet. So anyway, <laughs> looking through the cast. Let's go back to the play. Looking through the cast list, uh, you, you says that you know that there's sort of some very well, uh, well, some quite well known names in there yeah. for for beast and place. I know Sue's in there. I know Gary's in there. I know Kefir yeah. Brothers in there as well. Um, yeah. So, but it, at the bottom, if you look on the the website, it says they're introducing Phoebe played by Brooke Harris. Now then, could yes. this be the youngest member of the Beast and Players that you have? It is, yes. Well, it might be. How um, old is her? Tell Brooke, us a little bit about her. <laughs> Brooke wanted to be involved. Her grandma's involved in, in the play and she's taking the part of George, which is Debbie Blake. And uh, when Debbie was directing the last play, which was a far more complicated play, and Debbie did a wonderful job with Communicating Doors by Alan Aitborn, brilliant. Yes. Yep. Um, Brooke was so enhanced and, and thrilled with this play that uh, she wanted to take part. So, funnily enough, we needed uh, a 13-year-old girl or boy in this play, so she's doing it for us. That's lovely. Brilliant. I did ask Gelson, but he wouldn't. 
Yes. And Debbie, of course, everybody knows Debbie from uh, the work that she does with the uh, the Country Music Club, of course. In, in um, yeah, is it Stapleford right. or Sandgate? Stapleford. That's right. Stapleford, I always, yeah. Always yeah. get Stapleford and Sandiacre mixed up. But then again, my geography has never been too good. Well, it's so. a bit like Chawl and Beeston, isn't it? Oh, sort exactly, of run into yeah. each other. That's <laughs> it. Where's the borders? So who cares? Oh well, yeah, so. the hot pole in Beeston and Chawl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now then, did you think putting on a play with with Christmas in it has put you and the cast in in an early Christmas mood? Because I know that you've been rehearsing for you know for for a few weeks, and uh, it's well, <laughs> it's not been Christmassy outside. But are you, are you all feeling Christmassy? Well, uh, the theme of the play isn't. Uh, I mean, it is in a Christmas cracker factory, and I guess the props people are more in a Christmas mood than we are because they've been making crackers for about three months. So uh, <laughs> they're, they're very Christmassy at the moment. But um, no, it, it's not um, themed around. They do have a Christmas party, but that's about all there is to do with Christmas in it, apart from the fact, as I say, that they're making crackers. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a good um, it's a good easy um, comical play to do and very relaxing and we've we've all had a great time. Brilliant stuff, and, it, and it's still great time to come because you've got to perform it. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, the course, best so. week of the lot. <laughs> Too right, yeah. So with the crackers, are there any jokes inside the cr- crackers that they've been making? Oh. Well, actually, I can't really tell you much about that because it is quite a big part of the play. And I do want people to come and see it. And, uh, yes, there is a big thing about the jokes, yes. It's me being nosy, you see. It's me being nosy. So, and I do love a good Christmas cracker joke. Um, yeah, well, you'll see. You'll certainly get plenty. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, uh, new ones every night, probably. <laughs> oh, right. So, we've got to go down every night. So, yeah, just, just to get the whole lot. Uh, we have, so. Now, I know that at the, uh, at the performances, uh, you always have free coffee and tea uh, on there as well. Will there be mince pies available? Do you know, I've sort of. Um, because, as I say, it's been such a team effort, I have not really involved myself with front of house. But I know that Nicola, um, who is in charge of front of house, has loads of good ideas. I'm not sure whether mince pies are in it, but I won't be surprised. And especially now you've mentioned it. <laughs> you see, I, I'm, it's I'm me sure mo- she might think about that. <laughs> me, my, on Sunday mornings, my mind just keeps wandering to food sources, and, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking Christmas. What? What? Yeah, Christmas what, mince pies. So, so we'll have to go down there and and see because you cannot beat a good mince pie, especially if it's homemade with a It'll cup of coffee. It'll certainly be Christmas themed, anyway, one way or another. Definitely Marvelous front of stuff. house. Yeah. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. So, tell us where <laughs> we can get tickets from. Uh, to and see the great Christmas cracker heist. Yes, you can go to the website, which is beastonplayers.org, or if you just look on Google, Beast and Players, it'll find it. Uh, you can book tickets there, or you can just turn up at the door at Roundhill School in Beeston. We're only a couple of uh, minutes away from the main tram stop in Beeston Square. Um, so it's very easy to get to. Um, a great place, Beeston, to come to, as you know, anyway. So you can go for a drink afterwards and everything. So it shouldn't be a long play. It should finish um, at least by quarter to ten in the evening. So there's plenty of time to go for a drink afterwards. 
Definitely, and there's plenty of play. I mean, now Beeston is, is on the up and up, isn't it, really? Um, oh, it, it, it's it's yeah. the place to be. And I know our presenter, Jay Martin, uh, who does the um, the Monday morning breakfast uh, thing, uh, he's from Beeston. He runs the NG9 um, thing there as well. And uh, there, there's lo- always loads of great stuff to read about Beeston uh, on there as well. So it's the place to be. And, of course, we've got the Beeston players. Um, yes. So. You mentioned the trams. Yeah. Uh, there's you can sort of get off the tram. It's two minutes walk really to the school. Uh, it's on the bus route as well. There's a car yes. park sort of just before you get to just it. At the bottom of Foster Avenue, yes. All I've got park. to do is next to the council house, yes. Yeah, all I've got to do is work out how to get to the car park. Because uh, it's oh. just around the one-way system. Happy. Oh, it's off Woolerton Road, oh, near, the tra- near the traffic lights. Just turn right near the traffic lights when you come down. That solved Road, that yeah. problem for me then. So yeah, um, it's that's very on- easy. Oh, wonderful <laughs> stuff! It's uh, on Wednesday the sixteenth of November uh, to Saturday the nineteenth of November. Now the Saturday is a sa- uh, is a matinee. It's that's at two thirty only. Yes, yeah. we don't we don't do an evening performance anymore on Saturday because we take the set down and we have a party. Marvellous so, uh, stuff. You... The, the whole of Saturday is taken up, but um, Saturday matinee is, I think it's 2.30. 2.30 it is, yep. So yeah, 2.30 on Saturday. Uh, and again, it should be finished before 5 o'clock, so... Brilliant um, stuff. And here's me thinking yeah. that you lot were off to watch Strictly Come Dancing after that. Yeah, <laughs> no, they'll, oh, be, no. Pa- oh, they'll no. be partying, they will. With, we'll, with, we'll be enjoying ourselves then. With something <laughs> well, a little... we've got a lot of hard work to do first, putting oh, everything course. back. Course, yeah, <laughs> Taking so. a set apart in a couple of hours, it's quite a, quite a good uh, team effort, that is. Yes, it, it definitely is. So, yeah. uh, so Wednesday 16th to Saturday the 19th of November, and uh, as was mentioned, it's only a matinee on the Saturday. Uh, tickets are... I'm just looking for the price of the tickets. Now, tickets are £8. Um, That's right. Cheap half the price. Take someone oh, with you and pay two. Yeah, very good value, yes. Yeah. Oh, wonderful stuff. It's the Great Christmas Cracker Heist. Uh, it's by Beeston Players and it's at Roundhill School, uh, Foster Avenue in Beeston. Barbara, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, and I, sh- I shall see you down there on, on the Friday night. And I can't wait. Get myself in a Christmas mood. I'll have to find a Christmas jumper out or something like that. Oh, yes, I think we are having Christmas jumpers in front of house. That might be one of the things. Oh, you see, it's getting Christmassy as we speak. So, oh, I just feel like jingling, jangling me baubles now, I do. Um, so, something which isn't very nice to think about on a Sunday morning. So, but Barbara, have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, and, uh, and we'll see you down there. Yeah, lovely. Thanks very much, Kev. Thanks for the publicity. My <laughs> pleasure. See you later, Barbara. Bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 